Hi, my name is Kiefer. I'm a pianist and producer based in Los Angeles, California. I make a lot of music. Some of it is playing behind me right now. I've also collaborated with some other amazing artists, including Anderson Pack, Katranata, and Drake. This is my podcast. It's called Approachable Music. On this show, I interview artists that I admire to update my theory on what makes a great musician. We talk about the writing process, finding inspiration, making it in the music industry, and have some casual conversation as well. Today's episode is part two of my interview with Maxwell. Maxwell is just so dope. He's just the coolest guy ever. It feels great to be around him, and he's just so talented and just has amazing taste. He, he's like one of my favorite people. So please enjoy the rest of my interview with Maxwell. Maybe a little more uh, epic in nature. Right. Um, okay. I'm with it. What, what do you want your legacy to be, dude? Is that something you think about, or are you just, just flowing with it and just, you know? Man, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know if I've ever really like thought about that. It's more just like, I just want, I don't know. I guess like thinking about it now is just be to like work with as many like dope people as possible mm. and make as much dope music as possible and like just continue to, you know, evolve and like learn and just like, you know, I don't know, like, yeah, it's it's that's that's a tricky question because I've never really thought about it. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Like, well, just, shit. If that was your legacy, he worked with great people. He made dope shit. He was always learning and evolving. That's pretty good. Oh man, that's beautiful. Know. Yeah, you know, shit. I'm just you know trying to trying to improve every day and try to just you know, yeah, just like make the best shit I can make. You know, that's it, really. Like, yeah. <laughs> man. Well, well, you're doing a wonderful job, man. For oh, real, man. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, that, bro. Of course, man. Um, here we go. Oh. Here's the question. Oh. Now, mm -hmm. uh, before I ask the question, uh, I'll, mo I'll modify it a little bit uh, sure. because it's a tough question to answer. Though I, I love this question. Right. Um, top five producers, but whew, all time, but. Like, mm -hmm. what you're feeling right now, which is opening up the possibility that maybe tomorrow or next week, it can shift. Sure. Right? So, so no judgment. It doesn't have to be perfect. Right, 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 But, right. like, as you're feeling walking in today on a Thursday, mm -hmm. um, your top five producers all time. Damn. Okay. I mean, like, I feel like, is it is it ordered? Like, is uh, it no, like, it doesn't have no. to be ordered. I mean, I mean, Dilla's there, right? Obviously. Um, You're not disrespecting anybody by leaving them off the list. It's right, just for today. Right, right, right. You know? Right, right. No, I feel that. Um, who's the fucking dude that did the, all the D'Angelo shit? Oh, uh, the mixing engineer, uh, yeah. Russell? Russell Elevato? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. I'd say Russell Elevato. Oh, man. Be, That's a good one. He'd be up there, too, for sure. Let's go. Because, like, man, I don't know, dude. Like, Voodoo is yeah. like the best sounding record of all time. Yeah, I, I know that's like an obvious go to, but like it literally is. It's dude, like yeah, perfect. Russ, man, 
and he would appreciate that too because he definitely sees himself as a as a producer and a lot of people just think of him as a mixing engineer. Right, right, right. That that motherfucker is a producer. He's stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Russell Elevato. Yep. Respect, bro. Yep. Um, I'd say Q-Tip as well. Tip? I'd put Tip in there. Hell yeah. For sure. Um, mm, 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 mm. Shit, I'm going to have to, like, think about this. (laughs) You can also do Current Cats, too. Right, right. I, I, you know what? I'm also I'm gonna put Primo in there too. Hell yeah! I'm gonna yeah, put Primo bro. in there because hey, when I was a kid, yeah, that's, that's the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's he's amazing. Like when I was a kid, I was working at this chicken shop, right? And like back in like Asquith in like Sydney, Australia, right? Oh yeah. And I had this like little janky ass like iPod Mini or whatever, and my cousin uh, told me about Gangstar. Right? And, like, I was, like, this kid, like, just listening to these, like, timeless-ass, like, hip-hop, like, legendary tunes, right? Wow. And, like, I I would listen to that shit on repeat, man. I I loved that shit. Like, that got me through the chicken shop days. You know? Yeah. Gangstar. Some of the greatest hip-hop beats ever. Ever. For sure. Ever. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, One more. Am I right in thinking somebody else is it is it Flylo that produces most of Ooh. Thundercats shit? Like, uh, not most, but he, they've done a lot together. I mean, Flylo is dope, man. Right, right. Flylo's a goat for sure. But I, I also don't want to say that because like I'm not actually familiar enough with his shit. Like I've but, uh, all the shit that I've heard is amazing. Right. But I don't want to. I don't want to say that without truly fully knowing his, like, catalog. Mm, I understand that. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You know, I feel that. But, I mean, like, shit, you know what? Actually, fuck it. Like, he's also in there because he's awesome, but... Hell yeah. I don't know. The official... The official fifth one. Yeah, Flylo's... I'm the the same way with Flylo. Like, Uh, Flylo, I know in my mind, is, like, the GOAT, but then I also, like, don't know stuff that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, like... I'm the same with that. It's like it's like I know this guy is the goat. Like, who, <laughs> but I yeah. haven't gone deep enough yet. Right, right. One. Okay, let's go. Okay. Fifth one, I'm gonna have to say D Mile. Ooh. Mm. Respect. Yeah. I love he's that. he's incredible. I have nothing but respect for that man. Bro. I remember I saw this one video where he was like making this joint for Ty, and it was like he basically did this insane like take six style like vocal thing. Like he made like his own voice into like a crazy layered sample and like literally sounded like take six. Like wow. Blew me away. <laughs> she was insane. Yeah, yeah. man. D mile respect, bro. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. So we got our five. We got Dilla, Russell Elevato. That's a great one. Tip. Hey. Yep. Goat. DJ yep. Premier Goat. D Mile. Goat. That's solid. That's a solid five right there. I'm feeling that. Hell On yeah. this Thursday, 
March twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. It's a good five from Maxwell. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Whenever I do these lists, dude, every day when I ask people this, right? Um, I've also been like just kind of thinking about my five. Like, right? They're always like it's always shifting. What are but, your like, five? I'm asking my, my you five, a question. Right the other now. day I had a five. Okay, so I think I Dilla is an easy shoe in for me. Sure. Uh, Dilla and Pete Rock. Mm-hmm. Those yeah, are probably okay. the two that I probably in the most influenced by when it comes sure. to drums. Sure, yeah. Just because I listened so, to so much of that in high school. Right, okay. And then, like, so, like, all-time, like, the guys who I think are all-time greats is different from my personal five, right? So, like, sure. my personal five, I have Kei Chinata in there. Oh, man, okay. I'm adding yeah. a six. Yeah, K is, yeah, Kei is easy for me because, yeah. like, I just think, like, he's, you know, I think... As time goes on, right. we're gonna realize right. like, how massively influential he is. Like, Stupid. yeah. Um, oh man, starting to notice a lot of like mainstream top forty shit start to bite that right. those, those grooves and stuff. And yep. I think that's like great. I'm not mad at it. At yeah. All. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'll have like a Dilla, Pete Rock, K. Um, the other day I had Dr. Dre in there. Oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. Dre is a big mm. one for me. Um, but then... Shit. Uh, also, um, this is kind of a tough one, but I feel like knowledge for today, ah, man. fuck, man. Knowledge ah. is a big one for me. <laughs> I feel like I'm like I'm being reminded of I all the It's not fair because I literally have done this like every day this week. Ah. So I've been like... And hearing damn. everyone else's answers has like shaped mine. Right, know? right, right. Um, oh, damn, dude. Yeah, knowledge, K, Dilla... Pete Rock. Yeah. Oh, Dre. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a pretty solid five for me. That's a solid um, five. Damn. Yeah, Cal Banks the other day. Oh, you know what? You know what? The, and also, this always happens. You have your five, and then, like, two or three minutes go by, and then you remember. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then, like, Cal Banks the other day, it was like, we were literally, like, three topics later, and then he just screamed, like, like, Timbaland! Oh, like, yeah. I was like, fuck, like, was like, yeah. Fuck. yeah. Like, he was, like, so mad about it. Uh, you know? Damn. Yeah. I, you know, I just thought I mean, of, you got a fire list, though. Like, I'm not mad at your list at all. Yeah, but now, now I'm seeing how that list can turn to, like, 12. Because, like... Oh, bro, yeah, he kept on, like, yeah, he kept on adding them. Man. Like, oh, man. He kept going, like, what the fuck? Like, kind of uh, mad about it. Like, man. Like, what the fuck? Man. Also, Pomo man. as well. Bro. Yeah. Stop it. Pomo is is a G. Absolute G. Pomo is amazing, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, yeah, current guys today, those three, K, Ketra, Knowledge, and Pomo yeah. are so bad, bro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Monty. Oh, yeah, shit. Okay, sure. Monty yeah. Booker, you got to have in there for like current guys, like. All right, I feel like my list was like Sam Gelletry. Ah, goddamn. Oh no, no, no. I mean, listen, shit. I mean, your your list. That's a good list. I mean, yeah, it, the way you interpret the list is right. like it's so flexible. I'm being reminded of those, far those, too many those good are great ones. Great OGs, though, man. This is, this is a, you got Hall of Famers for sure, man. Um, damn. <laughs> who else? <laughs> like today? Who else are you fucking with today? Ah, oh, man. Well, it's you, dude. I fuck with you, dude. Ah oh, man, come on, bro. I mean, shit. I mean, likewise. That's a baby. big get. You know getting you on is. this on this young fledgling podcast. Ah, That's a big get. Nah, come on, man. <laughs> shit. Uh, I'm humbled, brother. <laughs> and I mean, you know, we're talking car and cats. I mean, Yo, you know, likewise, likewise, brother. Yeah. Man. Oh shit. Well, Your thanks, shit's bro. incredible, bro. I'm fucking 
hugely, hugely inspired by a lot of your music, man. Oh, man, so, thank you, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'll take it, man. Hey, man, shit. Um, hey, you mentioned Pomo. Yeah. Um, Monty oh, is so bad, bro. I got, I got another, I got another mm. recent one. Pomrad. Are you familiar oh. with Pomrad? No. Oh, damn, dude. Okay. How do you spell that? It's like P-O-M-R-A-D. Is this oh. fool from Belgium? I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that moniker. He's got this one joint Bro, this is the joint off your page. Hold up. Remember this? Oh, yeah. Ben Swisser, too. He's crazy. Yeah, he's, he's like this. I was just happened to be up because I was, I was checking out your page. Oh, man. Yeah. Ben, ben Swisser is like this. I don't know. He's like 15 or some shit from Sydney. He's nuts. Insane. He's, so we're going to be talking about him. Yes. Yes. He's got this Dang, he's one. He's low key. Yeah, he's very low key. But let's like, go. Let's put him on, bro. Yeah, like he's got Palm this rap. one joint called Palm Slap, which is amazing. I mean, like a lot of his shit is really truly amazing. But that's like one of my favorite joints, and definitely shaped a lot of my like earlier music too. Weird up. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think like to be fair. Yeah, 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 Woo. yeah. Have you heard this before? No. Oh, damn. Babe, this shit. Woo! Yeah, babe, this shit. Hmm. Yeah, it's super nasty. Super yeah. nasty joints. Let's go, Pomrad. Yeah, yeah. Big shouts to, to Belgium. Huge wow. shouts to Belgium. And Pomrad. Pomrad. Also Belgium, but mostly Pomrad. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, it's it's kind of funny. Like, I didn't really start making like the kind of shit that I'm making now, really, until I was like about 24, 25, right? What was wrong with you, bro? I don't, I don't know, man. I seriously, I went through a lot <laughs> of like strange, like different like genres and shit to like get there. But. but you, it's so signature, man. What you do, it's like you know, man. Ah. It's crazy to hear that, so, you know, that you started. Well, I guess uh, maybe I'm kind of similar to that, too. But, yeah, like, not till you're 24, 25. Like. Right, right, I right. mean, that's actually kind of young, though. Right. I feel like a lot of people don't find their sound until... Until, like, a little bit yeah. later. Yeah. You know? Like, it's... I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, everything's all relative and anyway, right. but... Right, but still. right. Man, it's like for context though, I mean I was like I was making like do you know a genre called hard styles? Not really. Okay. It's like some like rave shit. Like yeah. I was I'm not I really, was really on my like electronic music stuff. Yeah. Really. I was like I was like doing that for a while and Damn. like drum and bass for a oh, while. Okay. Wait, hard style, is that like almost like dubstep influenced shit? No, nah, it's it's like it's just like, like drum and bass. It's just like meth influenced shit. That's all it is. <laughs> like it's it's not influenced by anything <laughs> other than drugs. That's literally it. Holy shit. Yeah, it's horrible oh, music man. really. Oh not like not horrible, but like <laughs> the descriptions listen, to me. You know, I listen to it now and it's like, oh my God, like how the fuck did I like 
sit down and like really try and make this music happen, uh, you know? Yeah. And then like Gabba, which is like faster hard styles. Like, man, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I was doing, man. I was I was doing all sorts of So you were kinda shit. coming more from like just like a electronic background yeah. at a certain point, maybe. Yeah, like for like most of my like I don't know, like from like fifteen through to like twenty two, it was like all like electronic like dance music, you know, right. like be like house or, you know jungle drum and bass shit or you know like yeah all that kind of shit i mean it had a little dubstep phase too i feel like you know a lot of people had that little like phase for like a oh, year true. or whatever yeah, and, yeah. Uh, kind of went through that or whatever but but then like yeah one of the homies um like showed me like a bunch of dilla beats and oh yeah from that point You're it was like all right Cool, yeah, I would like to do this now. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sick of this other bullshit. Hell yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Like, um, that's kind of what happened. And then... Do you remember which project it was he showed you? Or it was, was just he, in general, just like a tape? Or? He, he just had, like, all of them. And he was just playing, like, all yeah. sorts of shit. But actually, one of the things that really, like, had me, like, fucked up was he played me the beat for, um, ah, what's it called? Not so far to go, but that's amazing too. Right. But, but there was one find a way. Yeah. So, because I remember when I was like young, young, I was like mm -hmm. 14 or something. And my cousin had. <laughs> yes. I can't play that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But see. yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you know, you know. But, uh, because my cousin had that shit on vinyl and I just, I love that beat. I thought it was like the coolest shit I'd ever heard when I was like a kid, you know, and then journeyed through like all this weird like EDM shit or whatever. Yeah. But then when I heard that again and when I found out it was Dilla, it was like, oh, like this makes sense. And then mm. I found I found like this other track, um, Peer Pressure from mm. D La Soul. And like it was like featuring Be Real and shit, but mm -hmm. But then I found out Dilla produced that too. And I was just like, oh, damn, like all of my right. favorite shit from like this weird, like nostalgic time, they all ended up being produced by fucking Dilla, you know? So, yeah. I don't know. It was, that was cool. It was cool to like discover that or rediscover that, right. you know? Yeah, man. As we uh, start to close up, you know, I know you're just moving in. You know, right. you got to get back to the crib. By the way, thank you so much, bro, for for fitting it in. Oh like, man, I really, you know, oh. I was I was really really, you know, at the expense of uh, inconveniencing you. I uh, it really meant a lot to get you on because I really admire you, and I you know, so I really I I pressured you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was definitely like, so so it's like a, it's like a three part statement here it's like on the one hand like i'm sorry that i did that on the other hand right. it's a compliment to you right uh, and then on the third part um i just yeah i just appreciate ah. you coming out here so thank you man thank ah you. thank you for having me man honestly it's uh this feels like a very full circle moment i think the final question i wanted to ask you um yeah. what advice would you give to a producer who's just starting out you know, maybe I just started earlier this year. Right. I got my first 10, 15, 20 beats, but I'm really trying to, you know, right. get right. going. I haven't released anything yet. Mm, man. 
Oh, I guess like, shit, that's a really, it's a tricky question, but I'm going to try to answer it real quick. Like, if you're, if you're trying to make shit that sounds like everything else, mm. you're doing it wrong. However, mm-hmm. however, this is this is when it comes to this is when it comes time to you making your own shit as an artist or as a producer or whatever. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to that, it's it's like you're not really trying to like copy people. But I mean, you know, there is like a period of time, a grace period before that where you do need to like practice and like study. That's yeah, like that's that's like that's like training. You're in the dojo. You're fucking there, and you 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 do have to like try and understand why the shit that you like sounds the way that it sounds, right? <laughs> so it's like it's like a double-edged kind of answer. I know I'm like saying like don't copy anyone else, but also copy everyone. So it's like it's like a you know a weird answer or whatever. But you gotta you gotta like you gotta practice, and you gotta like. Yeah. You got to like understand what it is about the shit that you like that makes it sound like that and like mm-hmm. learn to replicate that. But then when it comes time to you releasing your own music, you take the you take the skills that you've learned, but you apply them to how you want to apply them, not the way that everybody else applies them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't know, does that make sense? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, experiment with like grooves. Experiment with like weird chords that like don't seem to make sense. Mm-hmm. But like, just like explore shit until it sounds good. And like, you'll know <laughs> when it sounds good. Like, you, there's something that happens. <laughs> there's something, there's like a moment that happens and you, it's, it's impossible to describe it. But if you make beats, if you make music, like you'll know when that moment happens and it's magical because you go like cool like i can make something that sounds cool and like you know when you start playing it out to other people and they start reacting positively to it it's like it's like the best feeling in the fucking world you know what i mean but yeah just like you're just starting out just like practice and like stay stay on your shit and like you know just enjoy it also that's the most important thing is like enjoy the process like enjoy being shit for a while and like Mm -hmm. enjoy like the fact that like every day you're learning a skill which makes your shit not shit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like less shitty until you get to the point (laughs) whereas like just like not shitty you know what i mean like i don't know it's like a fucking weird way to answer it but no yeah that was a beautiful answer uh, I, re- I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, embracing the process. I-, I always tell my students a similar thing. Like, hurry up and sound bad. Right. Like, hey, just, hey. just go for it. Yeah. Just don't wait. Right. Go for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know. Wise. You know, and I love that first part, too, of just thinking of it as, like, two parts. There's, like, there is a part where you do need to study and emulate and, like, right. you know, dissect things and... And and copy certain things to a right. certain degree, and then there's a time where you need to turn that off. Right, like you need to, you have to, you know, search for 
Yeah. What you have that's different. Yeah. You know? Like, exactly. I love thinking of it that way, kind of like those two elements, the study part and then the, like, embracing your uniqueness part. Yeah. You know? Because um, everybody's and, unique. Everybody's unique, man. No one's going to make two beats that sound exactly the same, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, like, look, right. although, having said that, <laughs> uh, you know, shit, I mean, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but no, um, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what but I mean. But I think that you've, uh, you've really <laughs> achieved that first thing, which is like, you know, yeah, you you have taken your, your influences um, and and then you've, flipped them into this, like, really unique thing that, you know, uh, has undoubtedly shifted how a lot of other people make their music, you know? And that's right. uh, that's a wonderful thing, man. Oh, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. That's That means a lot coming from you, man. So, bro, thank you. Listen, dude. Uh, ah. It's my pleasure, man. Oh, dude. One last thing. I just remembered another producer, DJ Battlecat. Oh, Battlecat. There Let's it go. Is. There it is. There it hey, is. Hey, man. Also Fred Rec too. Woo! Damn, I'm just I'm remembering so many that like I would be feeling pissed off if I didn't mention them before <laughs> I finished this. Yeah, damn. Yeah, man, throw those in there, man. That's yeah. man, Battle Cat is definitely Mount Rushmore material. That is uh seriously. It's a goat right there. Stupid. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. Approachable Music is recorded at Cosmic Zoo, engineered by Daddy Kev, and it's produced and edited by Christian Koons. My name is Kiefer, and as always, be encouraged and encourage others. <laughs> <laughs>